Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Los Angeles County Supervisor Janice Hahn, as we continue our 25th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is the newly elected supervisor for Los Angeles County, Janice Hahn. Supervisor Hahn, welcome to our show and congratulations on your election. Thank you, Art. It's great to be with you. Absolutely. Well, you were elected uh, in 2016 following five and a half years service in the United States Congress. My first question is why would you leave Congress to come to the uh, supervisor's race? Well, that was a question many of my colleagues also posed to me. They couldn't understand why I would leave, uh, you know, the, the capital, the seat of our federal government to come in what they thought was a sort of a lower uh, position. But uh, for me, I got my start in local government. And I always found that local government um, really was a place that I could get more things done for people. It was, and where the rubber meets the road. And where the rubber meets the road. I also told my colleagues that Los Angeles County was larger than all but seven states in the union uh, and that it had a budget of $38 billion. So it began, they began to understand why this was probably a job that was worth uh, going after. So as a supervisor for the fourth district, uh, you represent over two million people which is more than most United States senators represent. It is. Um, this is a big job. And, and there's only five county supervisors that govern all of L.A. County. Uh, so it is uh, a job that uh, you really have more opportunities um, to really do things that, that impact people's lives. And your predecessor, Don Kanabi, uh, said publicly many times and on this show that he thought it was the best job in America because... All you need is two other votes and you get things done. There's no veto, there's no legislature you have to appeal to. You get two colleagues to agree with you and you vote three to whatever or four and, and it's done and, and you solve problems. You, you really help people. That's true. You get to solve problems. And, I, and you know, my dad, who was a county supervisor for 40 years, thought the same way as, as Don Canabi did. It's a great job. He thought it was better uh, than the governor of California just for, for that reason. In Congress, uh, you know, you have to it's get it through. A, it's a jungle out there. You have to get it through a committee. Then you have to have the rules committee agree uh, that they're going to let the rest of the House vote on what you want to do. Uh, so it's much more difficult to accomplish things uh, in Congress than right here in L.A. County. And the camaraderie that used to exist in Congress, where people would reach over the aisles and Republicans and Democrats could argue it during the day and then go out for a drink, that seems to have faded. 
It does seem like it is a more uh, politically partisan, gridlocked environment in Washington, D.C. Uh, I tried very hard to reach across the aisle. I was involved uh, in a lot of activities that uh, both sides participated in, in. But still, it's a very partisan place. And I think at the end of the day, the American people are uh, the ones that are suffering uh, as a result of this kind of gridlock that we see in Washington, D.C. And I think the country in this late, latest uh, presidential election uh, reflected a dissatisfaction with both parties. They weren't getting the job done, whether it was immigration reform, uh, infrastructure. Uh, things were not working. And uh, people take their cue from Congress. And if they're at loggerheads, maybe that... Uh, causes some reflection of that attitude among among the populace. I agree, uh, and and a lot of uh, you know folks did things for political reasons and not putting the the interest of the American people uh, at the forefront, and that's a shame. And I do I, I think hopefully that changes some way somehow. But we got to get it back to the days uh, that you talked about, where you could have a healthy debate. Uh, but, you know, you didn't engage in name-calling or, or you didn't uh, find government grind to a halt, even uh, shut down. We had, we had the government shut down, yeah. uh, which is really unacceptable, I, I think, to We're all people. Americans We're first. We're all Americans first. Absolutely. Well, let's focus on your current position as supervisor. I know one of the first things you wanted to address was the problem of homelessness. You know, Art, when I was campaigning for this job all over the 4th the District, I think it was unanimous that people said their number one priority was homeless, uh, homelessness. It's, wait, wait, not, it's not just not, in Skid not Row just anymore. Yeah. It's not just in Skid Row anymore, right? It's in everybody's Better neighborhood. There are 47,000 people in L.A. County that are sleeping on our streets every night. 3,000 of those are our veterans. 4,000 of those are children. We have kids who are sleeping in a car at night and trying to go to school the next day. I, know, so, I learned, I taught at Long Beach State for 40 years till I retired, but I learned that, that there's 5 or 10 percent of, of our students who are sleeping in cars. Right. It, Unbelievable. It, it has reached a level of crisis, in my opinion. Uh, I, I like to say if we had 47,000 people displaced from their homes because of a natural disaster, a fire, an earthquake, a flood, a hurricane, we would do everything within our power to make sure those people got back in a home as soon as possible. So I think it's risen to that level, and I think people want the county supervisors to address it. Not everybody knows the solution, but they want us to at least address the problem. So you have proposed Measure H uh, on the ballot, which would add one quarter cent sales tax for 10 years to address this problem. Where, where would the money be spent? What would, what, what would you do with it? So that quarter cent sales tax, if the voters agree to vote for that in March, would raise about $350 million every year. And that money will go towards finding out and helping end the cycle of homelessness. We know there are a lot of reasons that people are on our streets. Many of them have mental health challenges. Many of them have drug addiction. Many of them uh, are women who are fleeing domestic violence situations. Uh, many of them lost their homes in the 2008 economic downturn and never have been able to get back on their feet. There's a lot of reasons. This money would go uh, towards helping people in rapid rehousing, getting people in a home as quickly as possible. It would help with mental health services. Uh, these people shouldn't be arrested and taken to our jails. We can do better.
better than that, and this money would be used to actually help them with their mental health challenges. It would help with drug addiction programs. Uh, it would help, uh, you know, job training, helping uh, people to prevent them from being becoming homeless. We got veterans out there who, you know, need jobs and need to find a sure. place in our society. So this money would really be sort of wraparound services to make sure we could get person by person off the streets and the help they One need. One quick question before we go to break. Uh, what about the problem of having robust homeless benefits becoming a magnet for the homeless of adjacent counties to move, hey, we can get all these freebies in L.A. County. Let's move in from Orange County or Riverside or wherever. Well, I think a lot of counties are now beginning to also do something similar um, to address the problem of homelessness. Uh, and by the way, we, we have a lot who, that are homegrown right here in L.A. County, and I think uh, we're just going to do what we can uh, to help solve this problem. Okay, we'll be continuing this great discussion with our newly elected Supervisor after reports for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. Continue our conversation with newly elected Supervisor Janice Hahn. Uh, Janice, another issue uh, you want to address is environmental justice. Uh, tell us about that. 
You know, uh, I have always represented um, areas that seem to have more than their fair share of uh, environmental problems. Uh, for instance, the communities that live around our ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles. And while those ports are the economic engine of this region, unfortunately, those who live uh, in parts of Long Beach, Wilmington, San Pedro, have higher uh, instances of cancer, of asthma, of respiratory uh, diseases. Many children uh, and the elderly really suffer. Uh, so I believe that we can have good jobs, but we can have clean air too. We don't have to decide between one or the other. And there is technology now uh, that shows that we can have ships that plug in. Yep. Uh, we have cold trucks, ironing. cold ironing. We, can have, we have trucks that can be clean. Uh, and then I have an instance in, in one of my communities in Paramount, uh, where we found one of the metal sheeting uh, factories had uh, levels of chromium-6 that were 300 times the accepted level. Anybody that saw the movie Aaron Brockovich yep. will remember what that hexavalent chromium does to people. It is a known cancer-causing uh, chemical. So uh, I've worked very hard with the AQMD to say, hey, come on, it's your job to make sure that the air we breathe is, is clean and not poisoning people. And so those are violations that simply have gone by the wayside and not being addressed. Right. So I've always been one of those that champions uh, people's right to uh, live in a healthy, clean environment no matter where they live. But we do find that there are some communities that have more than their fair share of these kinds of industries and, and companies. And some of the cities in your district have uh, refineries and uh, those are also problematic. Yes, we know that uh, you know some of the chemicals that refineries use also um, can put poison in the air. So I think the AQMD is going to begin to uh, introduce uh, rules that may be phasing out uh, some of those dangerous chemicals that the refineries use. And again, a lot of these are, are, are good jobs, and I'm for good jobs, but I don't think we should sacrifice people's ability to breathe clean air for a good yeah. job. Well, well said. Let's talk about security. I know uh, we both have a high regard for your uh, colleague, Jim McDonald, sheriff of L.A. County. And uh, uh, tell us, uh, uh, although crime has, I think, gone down in most communities, it's still a problem. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, improving security? Well, I think everybody uh, cares about public safety in their neighborhood, on their street, uh, and in their own home. Uh, it's a it's a high priority for people. I really am looking forward to working with Jim McDonald. I think he's a great sheriff. I think he's come into that department at a time when some of its uh, top people, uh, you know, betrayed the public's trust um, and are now finding themselves uh, in jail. So Jim McDonald came in and had to sort of clean up the department. Jim's and the real thing. He's the real thing. And he did a great job as chief here in he sure uh, Long did. Beach. I worked with him when he was uh, assistant chief uh, in, for the LAPD. Yeah. So I, but I think we need to um, get more deputies. I'd like to hire more sheriff's deputies. I would like to pay them more. I, I think one of the problems we have in LA County is we train, we recruit, 
We train these uh, sheriff's deputies and then they leave for other departments that maybe pay more. So I want to make sure that we have the best and the brightest and we pay them what they're worth. Um, uh, but I, I, I also think I would like to see them do more in community-based policing. Uh, there, there's a lot of models out there uh, where, you know, with less resources we can do more because they're closer to the neighborhoods and the communities that they patrol and they get their information from, from the community I know Sheriff McDonald is a firm believer in community policing and uh, our, our Long Beach Chief of Police, Robert Loon, is same because they become the eyes and ears of the community and uh, can provide valuable input to the police or the sheriffs, as the case may be. And, you know, our two ports are still vulnerable entryways into this country. Uh, every time I uh, think about Homeland Security, I think about our ports, uh, the number of containers that come in and out of those ports that are not scanned. Uh, I is think it's 6,000 a day coming and going, and and the, those are national security targets. It's they no are, no question you know, about one it. One dirty bomb uh, would, can would, mess up your whole yeah. day and month. And, and we know that our ports, right? If our ports were to be shut down unexpectedly, that not only hurts our, our economy, it hurts the national and the global economy. We saw what happened some years yes, ago with the, the, with the, the with lockout strike. You got to be careful. How it you was care. lockout. It wasn't a oh, strike. Okay. <laughs> But all those ships piling up and yeah. uh, the goods don't get to Target, right. Walmart. Uh, right. And that was an incident that we knew was coming because it was a contract dispute. Right. Uh, but 10 days of port shuts down on the West Coast cost about a uh, billion dollars a day to the national economy. Wow. wow. Okay, we will be continuing this fascinating discussion, but first we have to pause for these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. We're back with this great conversation with our supervisor, Janice Hahn. Janice, uh, your dad was a legendary elected official, 50 years of public service, Orange County, uh, L.A. County supervisor. And I had the honor of meeting him years ago when the Blue Line was dedicated. He was very much an advocate of uh, 
that type of transportation. And I'm told he wanted, and he insisted that the Blue Line be the first to be built of all the different segments. I think it was about 20 plus years ago. And he wanted his people, which were very often uh, economically disadvantaged folks, to be able to get to jobs in both Long Beach and L.A. Mm -hmm. without having a car. Mm -hmm. And the Blue Line accomplished mm -hmm. that. Yeah, he was actually the first politician to to suggest uh, that we tax ourselves and pay for transportation projects in L.A. County. So he proposed the first half-cent sales tax in 1980, uh, but he also made sure that there was a 25% local return to all the cities, and that's how he got the support of all 88 cities in the county, was to make sure that they all got 25% of whatever that tax raised. But he, two things that he wanted to do with the blue line. The first was, of course, uh, to make sure that his district could uh, access public transportation. The other thing was he wanted to build it quickly because he knew uh, that the chances were that we would go back to the voters and ask for more. And if we couldn't prove uh, that we actually used their money to build a good uh, light rail system, they probably wouldn't uh, vote for, for another sales tax ever again. So he wanted it done quickly, uh, but uh, efficiently. And the blue line, of course, uh was the first built and then served as a model for, I guess, additional taxes for other. I think today, too, the Blue Line has the highest ridership of uh, any of, uh, of the projects in LA County. So he was, he was a visionary. He you know, put the call boxes on the freeway. He championed the idea of paramedics uh, in the late 60s, which was a, a really new idea to have firefighters uh, you know, produce, you know, give medicine to people who had heart attacks. Wow. Uh, he brought the Dodgers uh, to Los Angeles. So he, he really did a lot of big things. And you grew up through all this at the dinner table, uh, talking politics. Your brother, Jim, uh, was a former uh, council person and, and mayor, wasn't mayor, he? Mayor, city mayor? attorney, yeah. So you were surrounded by politicos, so it's in your DNA. It's definitely in my DNA. And I, again, I don't know what other people talked about at their dinner tables, but <laughs> well, we talked about uh, yeah, half-cent sales tax. Uh, and, and, uh, but you know what? He, always, he was always solving problems, like the call boxes. He was driving home on the Harbor Freeway about 11 o'clock one night and saw a woman climbing the embankment and he pulled his car over and got out and said, you know, lady, what are you doing? Come down. And she said, I ran out of gas and I didn't know how to get off the freeway. She had five kids in her car. Oh my God. So he, you know, put her in his car. They went and got some gas. And he came home that night. He said, there ought to be a way that people can call for help if they find themselves, you know, disabled on the side of the freeway. Because now we have iPhones. So That's those true. Are, uh, but, but that but was that, in the days absolutely. when, when uh, so he was always trying to solve a problem. And, you know, Don Canabe, uh, bless him, would say, we solve problems. That we, and he was a Republican. Yeah. Democrats normally are thought of more solving problems than some Republicans. But anyway, he believed that his job was to solve people's problems. They don't call the county when they're having a good day. Right. The county really, at its core, is a safety net. You know, we're there for people who have reached the end of their rope financially, mentally, uh, you know, physically. We're the safety net. And yeah. it's a nonpartisan office. Uh, so you're not playing partisan politics. You're solving people's problems, just like Don Canabe said. And so Democrats and Republicans uh, worked together and cooperatively uh, at 
the county level to solve problems. Which is really refreshing for me, having just come from a place that was well, that's all a, partisan politics. That's a good politics. reason to get out of Dodge, and, and not to mention flying across country every weekend probably gets yeah, that, a little, that, little old. That was tough. But, you know, we owe it to our constituents to solve their problems. That's, we, they don't deserve bickering and fighting and politically polarizing debates. They have problems and they want us to address them and that's why this job is so great. You know, we've been doing our show, this is our 25th year on air and uh, I had the opportunity and the honor of, of interviewing hundreds literally of elected officials and the good ones are there, whatever level, to do something. Uh, others are there to be someone and you can quickly distinguish between the two and we're fortunate in this area to have very very good public servants, and uh, your dad and, and you are classic examples of well, that. Well, I think if you can remember the term public servant yeah. uh, as opposed to politician, then I, I think you will continue to remember what our mission is. And very quickly before we go to break, uh, we met casually for probably almost 20 years at the Green Hills Memorial Park Memorial Day Remembrance, and that's a, a beautiful celebration uh, of Memorial Day and honoring our veterans. I think it's one of the largest Memorial Day services in the country. I think over yes. 5,000 people yep. come. Many people have come for years, but it is a great day to stop and, and you remember. regularly speak at I that. regularly speak at that every single year. Yeah. I don't miss it. Yeah, okay. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's makes a moment. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. I think our community has been very fortunate to have leadership of the likes of uh, the late Kenneth Hahn, 50 years of public service, and his daughter Janice Hahn, uh, 16 years of public service now as a supervisor. So thank you, Janice, uh, for your family's contribution to our community. And final Thank words. you. Well, you know, someone brought up at my swearing in that it's been 70 consecutive years in L.A. County that Hahn 
uh, has been serving the public. Uh, so it's quite an honor for me and quite um, a legacy uh, that I have. There is not a day that goes by that someone doesn't come up to me and give me a story, an anecdote yeah. about Kenny Hahn and how he changed their life, helped them, did something to impact them. And that's the that kind... That must inspire you. Inspi that inspires me to remember that I'm really here to solve people's problems, help people, uh, and I hope... Uh, that I can do a job that he would be proud of. Well said, and we hope you'll return uh, to visit us from time to time here on Straight Talk. I'd love to, Art. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us, and please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Imagine no